The Holy Gospel according to John, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died, but the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. When many of his disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. The letter to the church in Ephesus is just one of the letters that has survived from those tumultuous years in the first and second centuries when Christians were religious minorities, standing against paganism and polytheism, their small communities of faith were threatened by persecution and oppression. Scattered across Asia Minor, land that is largely modern-day Turkey now, they received letters like this one from the teachers of the faith, people like Paul, who offered instruction and encouragement and reminded them of the tenets of the faith that we have through Jesus Christ. For several weeks now, I've been using this letter and the Gospel of John as lenses through which we've looked at the values that we hold as a congregation, those things that we have named as being central to our identity as Ascension Lutheran Church. Outreach, affirmation, calling others to service, and pointing to Jesus. What remains is prayer. 
And while prayer isn't a ministry that gets us mentioned in the newspaper or can be seen from the street, our prayers are a witness to the promises that God gives us in faith, including a promise to be Emmanuel, God with us in all circumstances, and a promise to help us in our weakness, interceding with sighs too deep for words. As Luther writes about the Lord's Prayer in his small catechism, God doesn't need our prayers to accomplish God's purposes on earth, but we pray so that we might recognize what God is doing and participate in that work. Prayer is, as Dr. Mark Allen Powell writes, an arena for encountering God and learning what kind of God we have. The writer of the epistle urges us, pray in the spirit at all times, in every prayer and supplication. There is urgency in the writer's description of the life of faith that compels us to earnestly and unceasingly pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Sometimes we say defeatedly, all I can do is pray. But for God's people, prayer isn't meant to be a last resort. Prayer is simply talking to God, expressing our adoration and our love, recognizing who we are as God's people, as God's beloved children, giving thanks for God's love and grace and being attentive to the needs around us. Our prayers unite us with God even when our individual knowledge or resources are exhausted or depleted. Henri Nguyen says, to pray is to walk in the full light of God and to say simply, without holding back, I am human and you are God. The letter continues, keep alert and always persevere in supplication for all the saints. The saints are not only those who have already died and joined the church triumphant, they are each one of us too. Martin Luther calls us simultaneously sinner and saint because by God's grace and that alone, we are forgiven and made holy or sanctified. Writing about the prayers of the people, Father Michael Cotera explains our prayers for others can enlarge our spirits and enlighten our minds so that we may see more of God's will for this world. And when we pray for others, we are asking that by God's grace, they may open themselves to God's will. Intercessory prayer helps us to embody and promote reign of God values. Peace, justice, equality, service by conforming our wills to God's will. 
Fred Rogers, the memorable host of public television's children's show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, once shared a story of meeting a boy who had severe cerebral palsy. And he com communicated with computer assistants. The boy had always loved watching the television show and a benefactor arranged for Mr. Rogers to meet him. After they met and talked a while, Mr. Rogers said to the boy, I would like you to do something for me. Would you do something for me? And the boy said he would. So then Mr. Rogers said, I would like you to pray for me. Will you pray for me? The boy was surprised. And although at first he didn't know if he could do it, he said he would. He said he'd try. Mr. Rogers said later, I didn't ask him for his prayers for him to make him feel special or important. I asked him for me. I asked him because I think that anyone who has gone through challenges like that must be very close to God. I asked him because I wanted his intercession. Will you pray for me? Those five words invite us into life together. Asking for prayer, we lay bare our fears and anxieties. We surrender our control of our situation and yoke ourselves together to be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Let us pray. Steadfast and loving God. Thank you for your son, Jesus, who brings forgiveness for our sin. Help us come to you humbly in prayer and make us ready to conform to your will. Show us the power of prayer to free us from burdens and unite us with you and with each other in community. We pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.